Poole Couch Podcast is a weekly conversation with Dr. Lakeitha Poole, a licensed professional counselor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, about all things mental health and personal growth. The Emerald Couch Podcast is the go-to pop site dialogue for self-help, good laughs, and real talk. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for seeking support from a licensed mental health professional and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. For more information about counseling and therapeutic services, or for assistance in connecting with a therapist in your area, visit our website at www.smalltalkcounseling.com. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Emerald Couch. This is your host, Dr. Lakeitha Poole, back for another week. It's Thanksgiving week. I'm super excited about, one, having a break from work. Let's just be honest. Um, But also just to be able to be reflective um, as we approach the end of the year and get ready um, for, I guess, a full out holiday season where many of us spend more time with family and friends and people who matter most to us. So, Um, I'm very excited just to get to another time um, in my world that includes a lot of wellness, a lot of self-care, and I'm super, super excited about it. As always, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and to support. Um, If you haven't already, I know we're getting towards the end of this season, but make sure that you've subscribed on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and that you've shared um, us on your social media platforms um, and reach out to us on our social media platform. So on Instagram, that's at Go Small Talk Counseling. And then make sure you like us and chat with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash smalltalkcounseling. Um, and if you're interested in just more of what we have going on, events, which I'm excited, I'm going to share a very special event um, that we have coming up with you all today. But if you're interested in anything else that we have going on, always make sure that you can go to the website at www.smalltalkcounseling.com and connect with us. We want to hear from you. So just making sure that you guys have that on your radar. So we are at episode 32. I'm very excited that we um, continue to kind of plow along in our countdown to the end of season one and the end of 2018. Um, We've had a blast making this show. And so I'm super excited about what's in store for season two, but also um, just getting to, again, be reflective on what we've been able to accomplish in the community that we have built um, in creating the Emerald Couch through Small Talk Counseling. So again, thank you. I'm super excited. And let's kick off episode 32. So obviously, um, like I mentioned, as we approach the holiday season, you know, the hustle and the bustle of this time of year can often bring about worries and sometimes even a sense of grief and loss as people sort of think about the things that they have lost um, throughout the year, whether that's people, um, opportunities. And so I thought it would be a good time to kind of talk about gratitude, obviously, with this being Thanksgiving week. Um, It's just an important conversation that I don't think is always intentional. I think we often... Um, When somebody gives us something or we have something that maybe happens in that moment, we might say thank you um, or we might 
have a reflective time that's very brief um, to feel a sense of gratitude. But there are definitely direct ties to um, long-term feelings of gratitude and long-term intentionality around gratitude to your mental health. And so I definitely want us to, as we think about going into the end of the year, to be reflective on that and also to set some good practices and habits as we think about the new year. Um, I think what is often interesting whenever having conversations with clients or even sometimes with friends and family about what gratitude really is, People often think that gratitude serves as just a feeling, Um, but actually it's a little bit deeper than that. Gratitude um, is a choice. Gratitude is a practice. Um, And gratitude itself is actually an attitude that we have to have in order to be able um, to function um, in a world that can often give us a lot of reasons not to feel grateful. And so um, it has to go a little bit deeper than just being, you know, oh, I feel so grateful. Um, it has to really be something you choose and practice daily and really adopt as an attitude and a way of living. So as we think about kind of connecting this to mental health, I definitely want to talk as usual um, of kind of some of the things that can uh, affect in a positive way um, your mental health and well-being due to being um, grateful. And then obviously give you some tips and tools and ways to practice being grateful if you are just somebody who might be a little bit of a Grinch and maybe just don't um, often know how to do that. And so I definitely want to give you some tools um, and then just things that maybe you've never thought about when thinking about gratitude itself. So I'm going to try to make this episode brief. I know many of you are out probably already doing your Thanksgiving um, meal shopping or getting ready to just stay indoors for those few days off. Um, and kind of figuring out your plan for the week. So um, I will try to make our episode this week very brief, um, just so that you have something to take with you and chew on um, as we continue our countdown to the end of season one. So for gratitude, um, one of my favorite quotes about gratitude is actually from Steve Maraboli. um, And it says, if you want to find happiness, find gratitude. And I think this obviously goes back to what I mentioned just a few minutes ago about gratitude being much more than a feeling. Um, It's an attitude. It's a practice that you have to adopt. And in order to really, really, really feel a sense of happiness, true happiness, um, that's tied to your overall well-being, you have to be able to find a sense of gratitude in all things, Um, even the things that we don't like. A lot of times, and you all have heard me either share on this show or if you particularly follow um, the Ebony's and the Ivory podcast and blog. Um, we talk a lot about gratitude. We talk a lot about taking chances and moments of opportunity um, and really being able to think deeply about adopting ways to find happiness, even when things don't look the way that we originally planned. Um, and how you do that is by finding gratitude in all things. And so that is one of my favorite quotes and ways to think about it. The reasons why we really need to figure out how to create a sense of gratitude in all areas of our lives is because it makes such a huge difference. Um, Some of the ways that, I mean, really just practical ways that you can see gratitude making a difference in your life um, is some of the, the distinctions that it creates between being the happiest version of you, but also the, you know, not so happy kind of a Grinch, kind of um, not even letting yourself be able to kind of 
feel the the true impact of life and what does it mean to be alive and and have um, a sense of purpose. And so when we think about time, gratitude um, to supporting our mental health and well-being, some of the differences that it makes includes less anxiety, um, an increased sense of giving to others. Um, you actually breathe a little bit easier and that's due to that less anxiety. So you, your heart rate's, you know, more of a normal pace more often. Um, greater happiness is obviously included in that. Increased forgiveness. So when you have a sense of gratitude, it's much more easy for you to be able to offer um, forgiveness to others in the sense um, of grace to other people because you have found a sense um, of purpose and practice in your own life. Um, and so it's easier for you to offer and extend that to other people. Self-acceptance. So we love ourselves a little bit harder when we have a sense of gratitude because we appreciate who we are in all forms. Um, and so again, we're able to do that also for other people. Um, we're more energized when we have a sense of gratitude because we feel like we're working towards something that's tied to being bigger than us. Um, and then we see a decrease in things like depression and sadness as well, because if you're focused on being sort of in that happy place, having that sense of gratefulness, um, there's really not a lot of room to be depressed or to be sad. And so definitely being able to think about the difference that gratitude makes in itself is a, a good enough reason for me um, to think about adopting it as a true practice and a true choice um, for yourselves. So what are three things that you need to know about gratitude in order to put it into practice and create this um, attitude that is focused on gratitude. Um, and because you all know I love quotes, I'm going to give you a few more um, than the one I just started with. But the first one is gratitude is a choice. We can choose to be grateful. So a lot of times we often assume that in order for gratitude to be present in our lives, um, there has to be this like huge event that happens um, you know, that people notice and people give you praise for and that people acknowledge you for. Um, but sometimes those moments aren't as genuine. They don't feel as real. Usually that's more so about that person that's giving you that praise, um, you know, to show that they care, you know, not saying that they're being disingenuous, but also um, that doesn't necessarily create that sense of gratitude for you about life and where you feel like you are. Um, so I think really being able to acknowledge that like you can always choose to be grateful in spite of your circumstances. You can always create um, a sense of gratitude in what seems like a place of hopelessness um, and turning that into a practice is is critical. So um, another quote to think about is training your mind to see the good in every situation. So being able to acknowledge for yourself that Oftentimes, it is so much easier for us to be in a place where um, what's familiar, which also is typically like negative and maladaptive, is easier for us. Um, and a lot of times we don't build the practice up of training your mind to really see the good in every situation, to be able to acknowledge that getting not getting that job um, was the biggest blessing that we could have ever received or um, the ending of a relationship that really just was not going to be useful as we go into the next stage of our life um, is a blessing. And so just being able to really, as you create this sense of gratitude as a practice, training your mind to see the good in all things, um, no matter what that is, even for the things sometimes we don't understand. And so, of course, um, because of the way our brains work, it's so much harder to do what's unfamiliar and to do what's less popular. Um, but in the long run and in the bigger picture, 
when you're trying to create gratitude as a practice in your daily living, it is so much more beneficial to train yourself to be able to see the good in all things, even those things we don't understand. And lastly, in thinking about gratitude as an attitude, um, a quote by Robert Holden, the real gift of gratitude is that the more grateful you are, the more present you become. Um, I totally agree with this in that you are much more in tune with how you feel, how others around you feel, what your purpose is, um, what your next like steps are for whether that's your career, your personal life. Um, when you have that sense of gratitude, you're just much more in tune um, to what's happening around you. You feel differently. You feel more, actually. You're just more sensitive um, to emotions. And I think being able to create that on a daily basis as an overall attitude really allows people to find a genuineness um, in all things and all people. You connect to the right people. You connect to the right opportunities. Um, you create even like physical spaces in your home um, around being able to practice having this sense of gratitude. Things don't matter as much. The minor details of life that sometimes intentionally come in and stress us out um, just don't matter as much. And so being able to really make sure that you um, know how to adopt an attitude of gratitude is important um, because you become much more present in your day to day. So what are some tips on ways to practice gratitude? Um, the first is probably, I guess, the most popular, even especially I know for sure a lot of people, once Oprah says anything, um, typically more people become uh, more in tune to what they're doing. You know, we all listen to Oprah because we love her. Um, but starting a gratitude journal. So this is actually a tool that I've adopted a lot um, with clients um, and even with myself to be able to find ways and it can be something very small, small notebook or on your iPad or whatever, where you keep um, just an open space to write down what you're grateful for. Oftentimes people will do this as a daily practice, which is goes back to our other tips about how to make sure you're adopting it as a practice and as an attitude and choosing to be grateful. Um, doing it daily forces you um, to be in a place where no matter what your day goes like, you are forced to find the good in it. Um, and oftentimes that's difficult for us to do, especially when we're thinking about these holiday seasons where, like I mentioned, people are being very reflective about the things that have gone wrong for them for this year, the people that they've lost, the opportunities that have been wasted. Um, and so sometimes it's hard to find anything to be grateful for, but by starting a gratitude journal, it's much easier to be able to find what those things are that you really desire for yourself, but also um, that you have, you know, looked at for today and said, well, maybe that didn't turn out in the way that I expected fully, but I am grateful that I had the opportunity. And so just being able to find something small doesn't mean that you have to write a full out journal entry that's several pages, um, but write bullet points of what happened today that you are grateful for. That could simply be just waking up and being able um, to have a job to go to or being able to, you know, have a phone call that connects you with an old friend. Um, even the smallest things are reasons to be grateful and helps us to build that practice um, of gratitude. Number two, writing a thank you note or a letter to someone um, who has done something for you, um, again, big or small. Sometimes that even includes writing a thank you note to yourself for allowing yourself to be you, allowing yourself to be genuine with yourself, to be honest with yourself. Um, there's nothing weird about that. I think people often assume that the 
the thankfulness and the gratitude and the practices of wellness that we um, often exhibit towards other people that we can't sort of turn inward and do for ourselves. Um, writing a thank you note is one of the best possible ways to feel a sense of gratitude. Um, one, because it forces you to because you're saying thank you. Um, but it also leaves a lot of room for people to be able to feel that they are able to find the words um, to say what they really mean um, from an emotional perspective and be able to put into words how they truly feel about someone. Um, meditating is a third practice um, of gratitude. So finding moments to be quiet, to be still, and to really just think and reflect um, on all the things that you are grateful for and finding opportunities to do that is always nice. Verbalizing your appreciation. So oftentimes, even for very small things, we often find ourselves because we're in the rush and hustle and bustle of the day or the week that we don't stop to say thank you. Um, even for things as simple as someone holding the door for us or someone um, complimenting us on how we look that day. Oftentimes we um, are so quick to be moving on to the next thing that we aren't always present. We aren't um, allowing ourselves, like our quote from a few minutes ago, just saying that the more grateful you are, um, the more present you become. And so being able to sort of put into practice um, saying thank you is extremely important. Um, and then number five, set an intention to be grateful in the morning. So a lot of times um, we start our days already thinking about all the things that we have to do, all of the fires we have to put out. Um, I know I'm guilty of like picking up my phone first and, you know, starting to check email, looking at what your day looks like, figuring out what problems are going to come up. Um, and while, you know, that's great as a planner and somebody with a type A personality like mine, um, it's really not the best practice um, for creating a sense of gratitude first thing in the morning. So um, I encourage people, and I'm going to do this as well, to before you pick up that phone, before you start checking those emails, um, to really find whether it's a mantra or a quote, um, but some sort of intention to be grateful as soon as you wake up. Um, and the quote says in the morning, but it doesn't necessarily have to be in the morning because everybody doesn't work first thing in the morning. And so just when your day starts, figure out how you can set an intention for showing gratefulness and gratitude to yourself, to the universe around you, um, and being able to give yourself permission to just be still in that moment and to be present in that moment um, and sort of like breathe in that gratitude so that it becomes a part um, of a daily practice for you, but also that it carries you throughout the day when you have to start putting out those fires, when those emails start piling up. Um, it's much easier to get through those when you've already set um, your intentions for the day and know how you're going to approach the day. So in order to help with being able to do this, a lot of times people just don't know the words to say and don't know where to start with setting those intentions or even being able to um, like I mentioned, be kind to yourself and, and say thank you to yourself and to others. Um, so I want to give four gratitude phrases to kind of help you with that. Um, and then, because I promise this will be short, um, get through the last, the last part of the show and then we'll be done. Um, but just being able to really think about some four um, phrases that can be useful. So the first is being able to simply just say, today I am thankful for... Um, and it can be a thing, it can be a person, it can be a place, it can be a moment. Um, just being able to express that, um, is that's the easiest way. Just literally coming out and saying, 
today I'm grateful for, or I'm thankful for, fill in the blank. Um, being able to do that is as simple as it can get. Um, the second is saying my favorite part of the day was, so again, this is when you have those tough days where it feels like every single thing has maybe gone wrong or nothing that you have desired has come into play. Um, really being able to figure out what is truly um, that one part of the day that stood out that has made you feel um, like there was still a glimmer of hope um, to have. So being able to really think about that, I think is important. The third saying, I feel joy when. Um, I love this one because a lot of times we connect happiness and joy as being the same thing. Happiness is an emotion that's sort of um, fleeting or can be fleeting based on circumstances. Joy is a little bit deeper. Um, it's more closely tied to gratitude because joy itself is also an attitude. Um, it's a practice. Um, it's a choice as well. You can choose to be joyful. A lot of times we can't choose to be happy because circumstances sort of determine that. And so by using a phrase like, I feel joy when, more than likely you're going to pick something that's a little bit deeper. It's not surfacey. Um, it's going to create a sense of um, true gratitude um, by using that phrase because it allows you to go beyond what most people will assume are the things that um, we should be grateful for, but to the things that in actuality, um, on a daily basis, more than likely you are grateful for. And then the last, um, believe it or not, is probably the simplest or easiest, um, is I am grateful for. And usually it helps if this is a person um, or if this is, you know, something in particular that goes beyond just a simple thing like, you know, waking up or, um, grateful for having, you know, a great job or, you know, more beyond the material things. Like saying that I am grateful for something or someone um, is a little bit uh, more, there's more vulnerability associated with it. And so I think if you can find ways to also be able to like mention to yourself um, and to them, because we talked about telling other folks that you are grateful, but more so to you, who are the people in your life that help to bring that sense of gratitude based on um, who they are and what they bring to the table and really giving yourself permission um, to acknowledge that you're grateful for them is important. Even if you don't tell them often, you should tell them, but you can maybe don't tell them every day. But being able to recognize the role that they play in your life, um, again, creates a sense of contentment that can't really be created by material things. It really has to do with the fact that these folks are um, in your life and creating a change in a sense of community, a sense of happiness, a sense of joy um, that can't really be duplicated or created in any other way. So those are some of um, my initial tips of just being able to figure out how to make gratitude a choice, a practice, and an attitude. Um, and hopefully we'll give you some ways to really think about how do you practice it and put it um, into practice in daily use, particularly around using some simple phrases, um, some simple practices like a gratitude journal, setting your intentions for the day, um, but also really understanding the the deepness that gratitude has as far as your overall mental health and well-being and decreasing some of the stressors that just come with everyday life. Um, gratitude somehow covers those. And um, in some ways, it's kind of miraculous. And so just being able to figure out how can you adopt that sense of gratitude is a very, very, very great first step as you go into the holiday season, as you go into a new year, um, I think it's important to really express um, what you are grateful for, what you are thankful for. And so 
I can't tell you all these things without um, setting an example and being able to let you guys know what things I am most thankful for. And obviously, for all of you who are listening, um, I am most thankful for the support that I receive every single day, every single episode, every single blog post, every single event um, that I receive from you all as the Emerald Couch community, but also the Small Talk community um, and being able to have a group of folks who care a lot about mental health and wellness, particularly um, for populations that often are overlooked, for marginalized populations, for women, women of color. Um, I am so grateful to be able to have a space um, to do that, but also to get to provide that support to other people in a non-traditional way. Um, I always talk about on the show that everyone's not going to come in for therapy and sit on the sofa and talk one-on-one or go to a group session. Um, Sometimes this is people's most therapeutic um, event of their week. And so just being able to have such a great and loving community, I read y'all's feedback. I read your comments. Um, I love when you rate the podcast and you can tell us what you like most about it. Um, It's amazing. So I today am most thankful for all of you. um, And I'm so excited about the amazing things that we have ahead for next year. And I hope that as you develop a sense of gratitude, that we get included on that list of things that you love and things that bring joy to your life. Um, And super, super excited to continue to be a part of that for you as we look ahead to all the exciting things for next year. So I hope that was a helpful um, group of tips and tools around gratitude. We'll take a quick break right here and be right back with wrapping up the show with our signature segments. Everybody, we are back with the second half of the show. Um, I know I promised you guys this would be a short episode, and we're almost to 30 minutes. So, I mean, I didn't intend to lie, but it happens. So, um, but this second half of the show is gonna be super short. So, we don't have any Ask Dr. LP questions. So, like I mentioned, make sure that if there are questions from the past season that you want answered, um, please send them our way. We only have a few more episodes to go, so please do that. Um, I did have a pop psych moment of the week planned um, in my show notes. Um, But since we're talking about gratitude and trying to keep all things positive um, for this Thanksgiving week, I'm going to forego it until next time. Um, It was sport related. And so I definitely want to bring it back up. um, But I will wait. I will be grateful for this moment and allow my desire um, to gripe about something um, from the week to pass. And so I'll put it as next week's pop psych moment of the week. So the only thing that I have for this second half of the show for our signature segments is our small talk bookshelf. I'm super excited about it. Um, So as always, you know, I always either giving you like a quote or an article or a book um, or a website to check out. Um, Well, this time our small talk bookshelf is actually an, an event. Um, And the reason why we're putting it on our bookshelves is because it's an event that I want you to join me for. And I'm so excited. Um, I know that those of you who are not in the Baton Rouge area are probably about to just like cut the podcast off because you're upset that you won't be able to come. But that's okay. Um, I hope that you will support it or tell those that you know in this area to attend. 
Um, so in January of 2019, um, we'll actually be hosting our first community event. Um, it'll be um, a wellness retreat for women, um, and it's entitled My Curated Life. So oftentimes, you all probably have heard me talk about the intention of curating your life and creating pieces of your life um, that are handcrafted by you. And so being able to create a retreat to support women in particular around doing this for their lives um, at the start of the year was something that I've been thinking about doing for a very long time. And so I'm very, very excited to get to um, present this to the world and create um, hopefully a sense of wellness that kicks off people's year and jumpstarts their ideas and their passions in a way that they haven't before. So it's a full day retreat. Um, it'll take place on Saturday, January 12th here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana um, at the LSU Women's Center. Um, and it'll be from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So it's a full day. It'll include breakfast, lunch, prizes, gift bags, um, all of the activities or supplies are included in the cost. Um, so if you are interested or you know a woman who needs to be there, um, please send them to the website, www.smalltalkcounseling.com. They can click on the event tab um, and they will find it right there. Also, it's on Eventbrite. That's where you can purchase your ticket. So please check it out. Send it to folks. Um, I'll include the link in the show notes so that when you go to the website, if you want to quickly be able to send it to them, you'll have access to do that. Um, but I'm so excited about it. Um, we want this to be a sort of handcrafted experience and very um, intimate. And so we're only doing a few spots. Um Already, I think that we're going to have more people that want to attend than we can this first go round. But we really want to be special for the women who um, come out and support this first time. And so it is very important that they have um, a unique experience and an intimate one um, so that we can actually spend some time as a small talk team working um, with these women. And so we'll have everything from nutritional food demonstrations to meditation and mindfulness practices um, light yoga, everything to sort of get you in the mindset um, of curating your life and creating a sense um, of wholeness as you tackle what is up for all of us in 2019. Um, and I'm excited for the success of all of the women in my life, but also um, those that I haven't met yet and just being able to create that beyond uh, what we do all the time on the podcast. And so I'm excited to have this opportunity um, be coming up for us here in the Baton Rouge area. So add that to your bookshelf, send it to a friend. Um, spots are limited. It is open now. We already have folks that are registering, which I'm so excited about, um, but it's going to be an amazing time. And so I definitely don't want you to miss it. So make sure you add it to your bookshelf, check it out on the website, smalltalkcounseling.com, and hopefully we will see you there. So that brings us to the end of episode 32 um, thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. We are obviously still counting down. We have three more episodes left of the season, um, and I'm excited to get to talk through them um, and kind of end on a high note as we start thinking about everything that we want to put into place for next year. We have more great topics and discussions left for this month. Um, I think I mentioned last time it's National Career Development Month, so that's going to be our topic next week. Really thinking about how can you start planning, particularly at the end of this year, for thinking about promotion, raises, new job opportunities, um, passion projects even. 
Um, so I'm excited about that. And so just being able to also think through what does it look like to cope with the stress of the holiday season as well. So more to come. Make sure that if you haven't already, that you have liked, followed, and subscribed. Um, and then submit your questions for Ask Dr. LP if you have them. And we will be back next week. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you again here on the Emerald Couch.